This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Doug Carr, Scott Anderson, 97 won the ticket. I don't know if an NBA coach saved me from being old guy, but maybe. I mean, it's going to happen. Hope Everybody, if you're not old, hope that you get to grow old. <laughs> that should be a goal, growing old. Um, but as you get, as, the, as your history gets longer, <laughs> you'll find yourself saying and doing things that people will say, you sound old. And it happened to me a year ago, but now an NBA coach, I think it's kind of backed me up on this. But we'll get to that in the one o'clock hour. Hmm. Did you see that James Houston spoke? I did. Yep. And really is enthusiastic about the possibility of being back for the playoffs. You know, you try and think, okay, we talked yesterday about if this was the defense, can the Lions win the Super Bowl? And they've got these two potentially huge variables looming. One is C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and the other is James Houston. Honestly, if they both return to the field and both quickly get up to last year's form, look the F out. Yeah. Because, you know, we talk about turnovers, how this team needs to find a way. They're never going to be an elite defense, most likely, but they got to find a way. And by that, I mean this season. Hopefully moving forward, they will get better and better. But you start getting into the what's what can help them. C.J. Gardner-Johnson led the NFL in interceptions last year. Timely turnovers. Okay, you're not going to lead the league in pass defense or lead the league in rush defense or lead the league in scoring defense, but creating timely turnovers. And here's the other thing. What helps with turnovers? Pass rush. Yeah. Pass rush in so many ways. The genesis of many fumble or interception in the pass game are a result of a pass rush. Look no further than the last play for Ohio State in the Michigan game. Yes, Rod Moore picked it off. That ball fluttered down the middle of the field because Jalen Harrell hit the quarterback as he delivered. But there's millions of examples of that. That's just a recent one that comes to mind. Quarterbacks also get rid of the ball quicker than they want to when they think they're going to get hit. Quarterbacks also have to throw off platform when they're under duress, which leads to wayward throws, which leads to more interceptions. Plus, pass rush, strip sack is uh, a huge producer of turnovers. So... Oddly, 
what this defense desperately needs is waiting in the wings. But being able to suit up for a game doesn't mean you're ready to impact the game. And that's why it's important to try and get James Houston and C.J. Gardner-Johnson back before the playoffs. Yes. To get them snaps, to get them reps, to get them more opportunity to get into game shape. Because it's a weird deal. We all see the deficiencies. We all know the deficiencies. And the solution is right now in the trainer's room. Well, I feel like with James Houston, that we're days away from hearing that he has returned to practice mm-hmm. and that he's been activated from the injury list and that they'll start his window for when he can return. I'm excited for that because I agree with you. It's going to take some time. First of all, he's got to get back into football shape, which is only going to happen through through practicing, and that'll take a couple of weeks. Um, and then at that point, you're going to have two, maybe three games left in the season, and it will take at least one of those before you feel like he's up to speed and really in football shape because he's got actual snaps. Just look at you know Bruce Irvin, for instance. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. He made an impact last week, but he had been practicing with the team for several weeks before he got his chance. And he only played 11 snaps. I was on the injury report yesterday, but um, it's that's a guy who's been in the league forever, and they still took their time with getting him ready. I really hope that he's ready to go and fully up to speed by the time they play Dallas. Bruce Irvin? Yeah. yeah. No, not Bruce Irvin, but uh, James, James Houston. Houston. Yeah. Well, they've got this game against Chicago this weekend, which is a weird one because I think Detroit collectively is – fearful for of Chicago because Chicago's got well they almost beat us last time well and they've almost beaten Detroit two of the last three the, the game in Chicago last year came down to the end as well Detroit won the blowout at home but Chicago's got this this weapon that is so coveted by so many fans and that is a running quarterback and there's running quarterbacks there's elusive quarterbacks and then there's pocket passers and I, I know, I'm not saying I don't like running quarterbacks, but I think it's one of the most overrated aspects of that position. It's nice when you have it, but I would rather have, you know, an accurate, quick processor of information, strong-armed quarterback before I'd rather want a quarterback that can run. But because Detroit, this our fan base, and a lot of fan bases are just collectively, I don't want to say scared, but kind of scared of the running quarterback. I don't know. I feel like Detroit's going into this game as a toss-up. If they get through it, then they got the stretch run with Denver, at Minnesota, at Dallas, Minnesota. It feels like they will be tested yeah, quite a bit before the playoffs. I mean, especially that game at Dallas. I don't know what to make of Minnesota right now. I don't either. I don't either. That game at Dallas – if they have James Houston back for a couple of weeks, Bruce Irvin up the speed, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson back, it'll be a better test of well, what this team is. 
the thing with Minnesota, both of those games, and there's two of them, uh, obviously, and by the time they play them, Minnesota's going to have their full complement of wide receivers, and they're scary good. Mm-hmm. So who's going to be throwing them the ball? Don't know. I don't know who's going to be throwing them the football. And it may not matter because maybe neither quarterback is any any good to throw it, but if they did have their little flare-up and they had teams on notice, and then now they're on a two-game losing streak. But, yeah, Denver is Denver's another team that – came out of nowhere and started playing good football. Maybe that should have been expected because it just takes a while. They've got the coach. They've got a, a very talented quarterback who we all kind of wrote off after last year because he had such a horrible season in Russell Wilson. But Russ is back to playing pretty good football again, and we know Dallas is good. They, they are going to be tested, and the Bears game is a test. Um, it's a test for the defense because of what happened last time. I don't want to get too chesty like Doug, but looking ahead a little bit, assuming the Lions – are able to win the division, host a playoff game, getting guys back like Houston and CJ Gardner Johnson. Because I think you can, I think we all agree on paper, the Eagles and Niners, they have a more talented roster. I'd love for the Lions to face them full at full strength. You know, like they, you, they kind of need it, right? Yeah, like, they, I they mean, because they're undermanned if you just on paper, at least. I mean, you can ask anyone outside of Detroit that they would say that. So to have C.J. Gardner-Johnson, a James Houston, which I don't know what kind of James Houston is coming back, but I know that this defensive line needs help. If Bruce Irvin can provide a spark, I would just love to see a full Detroit Lions team go against the big boys, even Dallas. Yeah, look, here's what I want to know. I want to know that when Houston comes back, that he and Irvin are simply upgrades over what we've seen to this point. At the very least, just be upgrades over, over what we see with Harris and the Aquaras. Be better than that. And if both of those guys are better than that, then you might have something with the, with the pass rush. And I'm hoping that Gardner Johnson is able to come back. We haven't heard as much about him lately. And he, he was you know posting videos a few weeks ago, but we haven't really heard anything about him. Maybe that's the next one we're going to hear about that, hey, he's ready to return to practice as well. But we know that if he's healthy – that should kind of settle things down a little bit in the in the secondary, maybe spice things up because of his ability to uh, to sniff out where the ball is. It's promising, and you just hope that you don't suffer any other severe injuries between now and right. then. But that's just part of the game, man. I mean, we're we're used to experiencing it from the bottom, but now we're experiencing it from the top, and and trying to be at full strength, if you will, going into the postseason or as close to it as you can possibly be. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 